Welcome back to the Help Yourself First Aid podcast, where we empower you to handle injury uh, and illness emergencies confidently. I'm your paramedic host, TJ. Don't forget the podcast hosts uh, like to share our content, so but only if they know you like it too. They only know this if you leave us a comment or a review below. So if you like the podcast and if you subscribe on whichever channel you're on, it helps us to get the Help Yourself First Aid message out there. On the Help Yourself First Aid podcast, we use a set sequence to help you remember what to do. So if this is your first time, if it's the first time you're listening, it might be worth going to episode one and listening sequentially from there. Today, we'll be discussing a crucial topic, unresponsiveness. As well as the teaching on the podcast, we also have a bonus episode where I talk to Angie, whose son Henry has a condition called Angelman syndrome, a form of epilepsy that causes him to have episodes of unresponsiveness. So be sure to check out the bonus footage. Unresponsiveness can be a scary situation to encounter, but with the right knowledge, you can assess the situation effectively and provide the necessary help. The first time I came across a truly unresponsive patient was a really scary experience. I was on duty with St John Ambulance at a large Radio 1 gig. A youngster had had way too much alcohol and had passed out. Their friends were really over the top in their behaviour because of the amount they'd had to drink as well. We were concerned for our own safety, so we called for stewards and security to help look after us and the patient, and that was the danger sorted. Don't forget Dr. ABC. We then checked the level of responsiveness using AVPU. They were unresponsive. The patient was on their back and started vomiting, vomiting. So we had to protect their airway by putting them on their side. We checked to see they were breathing okay after that, then called for an ambulance to take them to safety. Whew. The adrenaline was running like at no other time. Now, as a paramedic, it's water off a duck's back. I've seen plenty of people in this situation. It's still potentially life-threatening though, so we really need to be on top of the situation. There's quite a few causes of unresponsiveness, and we'll look at them in detail in future episodes. But just think, the first time some of these causes happen could be in front of you, could be your family, friends or colleagues, with little or no warning. So it's really, really worth knowing what to do if someone's unresponsive. You could literally save their life. Let's begin, though, by reminding ourselves of the overview for first aid. Assess, diagnose, treat and dispose. Assess using Dr. ABC. Danger, use chalet to assess for danger. Casualties, the number of. Hazards, what could cause you or anyone around you harm. Access, to and from where you are. Location of the casualty or environment. The environment can affect who the ambulance service send if they're needed and can help you to plan to protect yourself if the environment is challenging. And lastly, type of incident. Different types of incident, car crashes, chemical or sports, for example, might also determine how you need to protect yourselves. So danger, chalet. Then we check the level of responsiveness using the AVPU scale, which stands for alert, voice, pain and unresponsive. We'll look at this in detail in a sec, but remember, we also need to consider the airway, breathing and circulation as well. Here's a quick recap of the AVPU scale, which helps us determine the level of consciousness in an individual. 
First of all, alert. An alert person is awake, responsive and aware of their surroundings. V, a voice. If someone is not alert, try speaking to them in a loud and clear voice to determine their response. Pain. In case the person doesn't respond to your voice, gently apply pressure or pinch their earlobe to elicit a response. And then you, unresponsive. If they don't respond to voice or pain, the person is considered unresponsive. So, common causes of unresponsiveness. Now that we understand the AVPU scale, which we've just revised, and we've determined that the person is unresponsive, let's explore some common, common causes of unresponsiveness. Asphyxia. This is a lack of oxygen to the brain caused by an interruption of air to the lungs. Trauma. Head injuries, severe falls or accidents can lead to unresponsiveness. Cardiac arrest or heart attack. A sudden or prolonged lack of blood flow to the heart and brain can cause loss of consciousness. Stroke. Interruption of blood supply to the brain in or around the brain due to a clot or hemorrhage can result, can result in unresponsiveness. Drug overdoses. Certain substances like opioids or sedatives can suppress the central nervous system, leading to unresponsiveness. Low blood sugar, also called hypoglycemia or diabetic emergencies. A significant drop in blood sugar levels can also cause unconsciousness. Seizures. Uncontrolled electrical activity in the brain may result in temporary loss of consciousness. Okay, so let's look at diagnosing different causes of unresponsiveness. Although to care for someone who's unresponsive, you don't necessarily need to be diagnosing. However, if you can assist the ambulance service with this, it might help them determine what kind of response to send. As a first aider though, it's really essential to focus on the immediate response and seek professional medical help promptly. Here are some quick tips to gaining insights. You can look for medical bracelets or ID tags. Check for any information about underlying conditions or allergies. You can observe physical signs. Examine for potential trauma, unusual markings or difficulty breathing. Remember though, it's vital not to move an unresponsive person unless they are in immediate danger. Call for medical help immediately, informing them about the individual's condition and any information you've gathered. How to help someone who's unresponsive? Treat. Let's talk about how we can provide initial help to someone who's unresponsive. Remember to maintain your own safety throughout the process by reassessing danger using the chalet process at regular intervals. Ensure an open airway, tilt their person's head back and lift their chin to open the airway, allowing them to breathe. Don't forget, head tilt, chin lift. Check for breathing, look, listen and feel for any signs of breathing. And if absent, start CPR immediately. Place the person in the recovery position. If the person is breathing but still unresponsive, roll them onto their side with their head tilted back, ensuring their airway remains open. Stay with the person. Monitor, monitor their vital signs such as breathing and pulse while awaiting for immediate care to revive. Reassure them. Talk to the person calmly, assuring them that help is on the way. Remember, every situation may require specific actions and it's important to trust professional medical guidance either on the phone or once they arrive. 
unresponsive people can be really terrifying, especially when you know how poorly they might actually be. We'll go into more detail about the different reasons people go unresponsive in later episodes. They'll be worth visiting. However, knowing how to look after the unresponsive person is a truly life-saving skill. It's one that Angie had to become a master of to ensure that she could look after her son Henry, who has Angelman syndrome. Be sure to check out our bonus footage with my chat with her. You can have that skill and be a hero in the making. Knowing how to save a life is truly awe-inspiring. And by listening to the Help Yourself First Aid podcast, you can be that person. And if you have found the episode helpful, don't forget to, to spread the first aid message, liking, subscribing, reviewing, and commenting on your podcast hosting site helps to spread that message. That concludes today's episode on unresponsiveness. By learning the AVPU scale, understanding common causes and knowing how to provide preliminary help, you can be prepared to assist someone in a time of need. <clears throat> Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll talk to Angie uh, and then after that talk about other essential first aid topics. Remember, you have the power to make a difference. Stay safe.